In a world of confusion and hot topics, we are all looking for answers. Welcome to Tam Talks, a place for real and honest conversation on relevant issues today. And here's your host, Tammy Hotzenpeller. Welcome back to Tam Talks, a place for real and honest conversation. So whether you're listening to me on my podcast right now or you're actually on our YouTube channel, you know that we have a special guest today. And I am just thrilled to have Floyd Brown with us. Um, Floyd, welcome, first of all. Um, And it is a big day. It's a big day in America. But first of all, it's a big day for you because you have a new book being released today. God's timing's perfect because the name of the book is Counterpunch. And if we ever need a counterpunch, it's today because as we know in America, history is happening today. Big things are happening today. So first of all, welcome Floyd and thank you for being a part of the show. Well, thank you for having me. I'm looking forward to it. And no, you're so right. Uh, America is on, it's in new territory. Things are happening that have never happened in our history. The, the, uh, a, a former president, but even more significant than a former president, we have the leading candidate for the nomination of one of our two political parties, a man who is you know way, way out in front in this race, and his political opponents on the left are doing everything they can to keep him from being able to run that, that race by using the justice system to weaponizing the justice system against President Trump. And it's wrong what they're doing, but it's it's one of the things I talk about, the changes that have been happening in America mm-hmm. in my in my new book, Counterpunch. So yeah, today is a day for a counterpunch. There you go. Okay, listen, everybody, everybody right now, make sure you get the book. We're going to talk about it over our next few minutes together. First of all, where can get, they get the book today? It releases today. Well, they can get it at Amazon and they can also get it at christianbook.com, Barnes and Noble. It's at all the major places books sell. But, um, uh, you know, it is actually on sale. I noticed that uh, because it, it, I guess it came out today, Amazon put it on sale. So it's a few dollars cheaper on Amazon. Oh. Well, listen, let, let's start at the beginning because there's so much I want to know about you. And I've got some notes here because I just I want to pick your brain and then I want to talk about some news stories that just uh, were released today. But first of all, give me a little of your backstory. How did you get involved in media and what was your interest in media? Well, um, I've always believed I'm, you know, I'm a follower of Jesus and uh, my life is about worshiping Jesus. That's really the focus of my life. And um, I like to say he's on a list of one for me. <laughs> Amen. I love it. I love and, it. And uh, so I, from the time I was young and I, I was really blessed, I was, my grandfather was a missionary to Indonesia. My father was a Christian. So I was raised, I like to say, every time the church door cracked open, we pushed our way through it. And uh I'm so grateful now in my 60s for all of that my all that my parents did to pour scripture and the Bible into me because uh, it's it's just wonderful to 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 have that legacy. But um, I always prayed to to God. I said, dear Lord, um, if you open a door for me, I'm going to walk through it. And if you close a door for me, I promise I'm not going to push on it and try to open it under my own power. So 
that's kind of how my whole career has been. It's, it's, I just, you know, have kind of put it in God's hands and he has taken me on a really wonderful career. And I've, I've had such favor shown to me over the years. It all started when I was 15, a freshman in high school, and I met Ronald Reagan. And that kind of set me off. I mean, I just love Ronald Reagan and thought, you know, this man wants to change America and he wants to do great things. So that got me started. I worked in his 1980 Reagan campaign in actually I was 19 at the time. So I wasn't even 20 yet. I was, you know, running around the state of Oregon working on his campaign. I went back to college, graduated in 1983 from the University of Washington. Literally the next day, I loaded all my belongings in the back of my Mustang and I drove off to Washington, D.C. because I wanted to be part of this Reagan revolution. And uh, I was able to get a job in the Reagan administration in my 20s, served Mm -hmm. there. And uh, that kind of got me started. Then um, after I'd been in D.C. for a few years, I got very interested in media became a full-time talk show host in 1996 out in Seattle, which is where I was originally from and was on the radio for five years. Then um, another door opened for me, and that was to go to Santa Barbara, California, and run the Reagan Ranch and do the historic preservation of the ranch after President Reagan could no longer go there. So I did that. And then in 2008, I started westernjournal.com, which is what I do now, where I... uh, uh, we basically write the news every day, uh, about 50 articles. We have about 120 employees here. We're all committed Christians, and we try to bring our Christian worldview to the stories and news that are around us. So that's a, that's a great segue for my next question. Okay, um, Floyd, because as you know, here at Influence Church, you know, my husband and I, and you know, he started American Faith, um, yes. just a, a small little rendition of what you're doing. But a lot of it happened because of the pandemic, as you know, here, and you've made reference several times now to California. And you know, when our governor closed down the churches here in California, we took a very bold stand. And we did not close down and we stayed open. And out of that birth American Faith, which again, is is a news media outlet. And here's what I love to say. So many people don't want to talk about media. They don't want to talk about the news. And I'm talking about Christians, Floyd. Christians want to close their minds and their eyes to the truth. And there's a couple of things Holy Spirit's really hit me hard. What was it Jesus brought? He brought the good news, right? He brought the good news. Amen. And we have to be about news, We've got to be about news you can trust. We have to fight the good fight. I mean, these are all principles that are biblical principles. And so this is something stirring to me, to be honest with you, that's new to me. It wasn't something that literally was a part of our ministry for 40 years until we really felt the pushback from the enemy. And we stood strong here in California. And it is time that we speak about the good news of Jesus Christ. And if that means that we're going to ruffle some feathers with some articles, with the Western Journal and American Faith and, and you know, all the things that Jack Hibbser is doing, all these, we're standing unified to bring the news of Christ. Amen. Oh, amen. I felt the Holy Spirit when you were saying that, to be honest <laughs> with you. Uh, no, I. Uh, if if America is going to um, be restored, and we're really in a, a time, I believe, where we need to restore the promise of America. If it's going to be restored, it's going to be restored by Christians. 
This nation was founded by Christians. It was founded on Christian principles. And, um, you know, the, the, the Constitution was literally written right out of the Bible, understanding first human nature, and secondly, how we can create a balance of power so that no one gets too powerful with our evil nature that they can dominate other people and control things. You are, are, you are so right. Christians need to stand up. And, and, and I believe that um, there's a heresy that kind of crept in slowly into the Christian church, and it was really sponsored by our government. And it's this heresy that the sacred is over here and the, the secular and the government is over here somewhere else. Mm -hmm. And the two you know, aren't supposed to meet. That is not the way God designed things. Mm -hmm. God designed it so that he was Lord over every part of our life. Yeah. He needs to be Lord over, yes, our church. He needs to be Lord over our job. He needs to be Lord over our government and our schools. He needs to be Lord over every single aspect of every believer's life. Amen. And I, I, I've been fond of saying there's a spirit of delusion <laughs> that is in the land. And yeah. we as Christians have to break that spirit of delusion. Amen. Amen. And well, I, got um, to, I got some verses here. I want I want to I want us to talk to about that. You know, Floyd, let me just say this because uh, you and I could probably go on forever with this podcast and 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 I got all day if you do. But, you know, it's funny you said that because at the beginning of covid, um, God gave me a very vivid vision. And I don't have a lot of supernatural visions. This one was so clear. I knew it was from him. And I was just flying back from Peru, um, literally on March uh, 11th. So when everything was shutting down, I was the last flight at LAX before they should shut the airport down. But the enemy was coming with three arrows, the arrow of fear, the arrow of dissension, and the arrow of confusion. And Holy Spirit said to me, pray against the arrows. Because yeah. you see, we don't fight against flesh and blood. No, but against principalities and powers. And I think what's happened is the church has been asleep. We did, we don't know how to fight what the Bible calls the good fight. And, you know, this morning I was in my prayer room and I was just asking God. And he said, there has just been a spirit to your point of delusion and separation. And it was, this hit me this morning. Here's the spirit, here's the spirit of division today. It started in this country with North versus South Caucasian versus color. Republicans versus Democrats, conservatives versus liberals, Christians versus not, haves versus have nots. And the enemy has come to divide and the church has bought into the division. We truly have, because we know the Bible addresses us in Second Chronicles 714. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves, pray and seek my face. So what would be your call to the church to wake up and see we are on the front line. We get to pray in revival, but it starts with repentance. Right. Well, it does. It starts with repentance, but it, it starts. Revival is something that happens in the church, which then affects the greater society through reformation. And our, you, you know, um, Wow, you've you brought up so much here. It's uh, it takes a while to un unpack it all. But uh, the, the, you're you're so right. We are not supposed to have a spirit of fear. Chris, you know, if there's one message that's consistent, really from 
the Exodus on, it is fear not for I am the Lord, your God. And, uh, you know, one of the things I do in the book is I, you know, I've been involved in politics for 40 years and we've had some big successes in those 40 years. Ronald Reagan was one. Uh, in 1994, we had the contract for America and Newt Gingrich, and we were going to change America. Then the Tea Party movement came in 2009, 2010. Once again, we were going to change things. And then, and then finally, uh, with MAGA, we were going to change things. But why, did, why didn't it ever really change systemically? And I believe because all of those wave elections, as important as they were, they were on man's work. Mm -hmm. And what we have to have is we have to understand we are fighting a spiritual battle and it, it takes a two-pronged approach. So there are literally principalities that are over Washington, D.C. and over Los Angeles and over San Francisco. And these are spiritual beings that, um, that, that, that we can um, impact through our intercession and our prayers that, that, that his will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So what we have to have, we have to have a double wave. That means we have to have a spiritual wave and we have to, you know, get on our knees before God and we have to call out to him and say, you know, dear Lord, uh, we need you to intervene for us. Help us to be like Elisha. Remember when uh, that, that, wonderful story in uh, in in uh, the book of second kings where mm -hmm. elisha and his servant are there and 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 his servant wonders you know why aren't you afraid we're surrounded by the army and and he said because we have more with us than they have with them and he prayed that the, that his servant's eyes would be open and he could see all of the spiritual forces that were there fighting for um the the for israel at that time and we have the same power we can call down now today. And but we have to do it. We have to do that. And we have to also get off the couch and organize like we did in all those other wave elections. So it requires us not just to pray, but we need to pray mm -hmm. and we need to be active mm -hmm. and activate. Mm -hmm. OK, this is a really good segue. You're so great at setting up the segues. All right. Here's my questions. We know that in Hosea 4, 6. The people, the Bible is very clear. It says, my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. Yes, right? that's, that's, that's the verse that's so we good. are animated by here at Western Journal. My okay. people perish for a there lack of knowledge. And that's why I wanted to set it up. See, I didn't know that. So God knew in his spirit. He says, because you have rejected knowledge, I will reject you. Now, here's what I want to say. Everybody listening right now, you need to get the knowledge to know how to fight. You know, I, I'm a life coach. I don't know if you know that. But one thing I teach my clients is smart people put smarter people around them. If you're smart, you're going to put smarter people around you. So if you're listening to me right now, you need to get this book counterpunch because you need to have the wisdom. You need to have the understanding. You need to have the knowledge. Yes, the word of God. Yes, prayer. Yes, truth. But God gives us men just like we're like now Floyd Brown gives us men who have researched and studied and have a heart for God. So read this book, learn how to do a counterpunch, learn how to get in the spirit realm and do war with the enemy. My people die for a lack of knowledge. That's on us. It's incumbent upon us to read, study, to have strategy 
to know how to do warfare. No, you're right. And um, whether it's COVID or whether it's, so there's these, I, I spend a lot of time talking about these false narratives because it will help people unpack it. They don't understand there's these huge industrial complexes. One's the pharmaceutical industrial mm-hmm. complex. And they took the lead during COVID and they, they had to lock us down because they didn't want us to get the cheap ivermectins mm-hmm. and budesidines that we could be treated with. And then there were other, 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 other false narratives. And these false narratives really um, uh, got in our heads. And it's only through discernment and reading the scripture and understanding that you're going to get beyond those false narratives. You know, if, if you don't mind, I'd love to just cover a couple topics with you. These are things that just came out today. Okay. So these are, I love just hot topics and news and and that kind of a thing. So I don't know, obviously you're following California who can't, but Newsom right now, the daily wire said this today. So if you live in a red state, you better watch out. California governor Gavin Newsom will be coming for your town next in his national campaign for democracy. Okay, so that's the campaign slogan he has. So he's literally coming after, you know, any red states who care about pro-life, who care about protecting our children from transgenderism. You know, we are the enemy because we are conservative and we're parents that care. Um, Talk to us a little bit, because honestly, this is I'm a pastor of a church here. I'm conservative. I'm a Christian. I'm a mother and a grandmother. We have people leaving our state right and left because they don't like what's happening in, you know, in Sacramento right now. And so people are saying to us, Pastor Phil, we love you and we're going to support you, but we just can't stay in California. You know, what yeah. do we do? What do we do to so, battle so this insanity? So basically, actually, so the, the, the whole thesis of my book is that local action makes national impact. And so mm. really the strategies I go into is taking back your neighborhood. We, we have to start, first of all, they isolated us. They, they, they don't want us talking to our neighbors. They don't want us being connected. That's why they wanted to shut down the churches. Yeah. They didn't want us going to church and seeing our friends and, 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 and working together. So they want to isolate us because then we can be more fearful. So the, so the, the key is, is to occupy where you're at, get to know your neighbors start having coffee with your neighbors talking about these issues and these things and how they're impacting kids. And, um, and then, and then from that, get active locally. School boards is a great place to get active because they're, 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 you know, right down the street. Uh, And, um, you know, people ask this question, you know, how did these LGBTQ activists get embedded in all these school boards? Uh, here in, in Phoenix, where I live, we have a little school district that called the Washington School District. And they recently said, we don't want any student teachers from Arizona Christian University because these teachers are Christians. And um, the woman who was behind that was a school board member who she doesn't identify as a man. She doesn't identify as a woman. She literally identifies as a cat. And she wears these little kitty ears to the school board meetings. You are not telling me this is true. No, this is true. So unbelievable um, in this school district, though, this is this is why it, it, it requires Christians to get active in that school district. There's a number of mega churches. Mm-hmm. So how was it yeah. that this 
this LGBTQ activists got into the school board when all these big churches are sitting around there and they could have easily controlled the school board race had they been active. So it requires us to, you know, get out of our comfort zone and get into things that we might not feel comfortable with, mm -hmm. but it's about protecting our children, our grandchildren, and they are so precious. The the, the idea that it's somehow legal in this country to chemically castrate a young boy, um, it, it, to me, it just, it, I, I can't, it's like, I don't even know what country I live in. Well, you know what? You've said it. And it's so true. Listen, I know who's ever listening or watching right now, listen to me. The enemy has come with the spirit of delusion. The Bible tells us he will. The Antichrist will come with the spirit of delusion. And there's so many in the church, Floyd, that really believe that but they've been taught the lie, separation of church and state, that we're not supposed to intermingle the two, that we're supposed to be quiet about our faith and we're supposed to be quiet about our, our religion, our religion and our politics, those things. And that's exactly why we are where we are today. And, and, Shame on those mega churches. You know, one thing I'll say about here at Influence Church, you know where we stand. Our people are on every school board. We are speaking up. We are advocates here in Southern California in our school systems. But, you know, I, I want to I segue because these stories are just, you can't make this stuff up. Because look what just happened in Nashville. And, um, you know, I just, I picked this up today. I thought it was interesting. Transgender mass shooter Audrey Hale plotted the attacks for months that literally they found she had plans for months and months on how to do this. Well, how in the world can we not recognize that this is happening? How can people not see that, you know what they say, see something, say something. Why is it that people aren't speaking up? Because we have this fear that somebody's going to prototype us. Somebody's going to make us sound like, you know, we're too, we're overly cautious or religious or so let's talk a little bit about that. What do we do as believers? So, how do we still, how are we kind but still raise a, raise a flag. Well, uh, first and foremost, um, you know, when I was born, gender dysphoria was a mental illness mm -hmm. and it required treatment. And um, I believe that when, um, that, that it, it, it really has to do with Satan speaking to these people that they, they really, um, you know the story of the Gadarenes uh, when Jesus goes across the, the, the Sea of Galilee and he, he finds the man in the tombs. And literally, the pronouns of that man was they and them. If you read the scripture carefully, I mean, he was so full of demons that he became a they and, and a them, which is one of their preferred pronouns. And, and so this is a, these are demonic spirits. And, uh, and then you take that and I, and I, I, my, my heart goes out to this girl who's now dead, but think about her. Imagine the amount of testosterone they were probably pumping into this girl to overcome her hormones. And we've known for years that testosterone causes anger and rage. We learned that during the whole bodybuilder crisis, when the bodybuilders were taking too much testosterone, they would get angry and they get rageful. And so we're literally loading guns against um, our own citizens when we allow this medical industrial complex to make money off of these horrible, horrible 
treatment. They aren't treatments. I mean, they're, 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 they're really misguided. I, and, and it is spiritual. So, you know, Satan comes to kill. He comes to destroy and he comes to create chaos. Now out of that situation, there was chaos. There was hurt. There was pain. There was broken families. So Satan, he achieved his, he achieved his objective. Mm-hmm. That's his purpose for us, for, mm-hmm. for, for, for mankind. He wants to hurt people. He, you know, I mean, look at, look in the book of Job, what he did to Job and he, and he was, he was, you know, enjoying it. And so mm-hmm. uh, we just need to turn to God and, um, and seek his power to overcome these things. You know, I, I just want to say right now to our audience listening, you know, when you hear someone's conviction, you say that's their conviction. I just want to ask you right now, would you just ask Holy Spirit to speak to you? Would you just ask Holy Spirit, show me truth? You know, one thing I coach all the time is you're responsible for yourself. You're responsible for the God of the universe who knows you and loves you. He's a personal relationship with you. He's your savior. He's your Lord. He wants you to know truth. So as much as you listen to podcasts and YouTubes and you get all this information through media, you are responsible. And this is truth. Just open God's word and let God's word bathe you in truth. Because so many people are confused and they're saying, well, I don't want to be judgmental and I don't want to point a finger and my child's struggling with LGBT and I love them and I know their heart. And here's the thing. Truth is truth. And we have to understand that we cannot try to be soft in a day where the enemy's coming with vengeance like a lion who's seeking whom he can destroy. So I'm just telling you, you hear the passion in my voice. You hear the so much truth in what you just said, Floyd. What a great analogy with the tombs. That is the them and they. It hasn't changed. It's nothing new. Straightens strategies are the same. He's a liar from the beginning. And, you know, it kind of leads me to want to ask you, I believe it was last night or the night before, maybe Sunday night, the CMA Awards, you know, and how they brought on this drag queen. And they had this whole big thing. And the whole thing was LGBT and drag queens and really trying to push the agenda here in Nashville, of all places, when just days before was this horrific scene and trying to push gun control and trying to make it this political thing and conservatives and what we're trying to do. And we we have to actually realize if God doesn't open our eyes, we are doomed for destruction. Yeah, well, and uh, and we have to pray that their eyes are open. And yeah. I, I think actually things are so dark right now that eyes are being open. And I actually am positive. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I I have I see a lot of things. You know, they're 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 you know arresting the press, the former president of the United States. They're they're just doing all kinds of things. But in this darkness. I think people are waking up and they're Amen. saying, you know what, we we aren't going to believe this delusion anymore and we're going to step out in faith. I, I like what you said about asking the Holy Spirit to 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 literally show you truth. And this is what I say to people that aren't Christians. I said, just challenge Jesus, say to him, you know, show me if you're true. And I guarantee he's going to answer that prayer. If you ask him, to show you if he's true, he is going to show up in your life like you can't imagine. Amen. And Amen. and then there's peace. You know, uh, people ask me, Floyd, are, are you upset? No, I have tremendous peace because I know 
that I'm just getting ready to go to a much better place. Yeah. Imagine okay. if you, if this is as good as it's ever going to get, mm-hmm. well, then I would be depressed. Yeah. But yeah. no, this is just me kind of, this is our boot camp yeah. to go to the ultimate place, yeah. which is to be with him. Amen. Amen. Well, we definitely have confident assurance. I want to ask one more thing. I want, I want to say this to you. I, I don't know how much you know. One of the, my book also was, was um, published by Charisma. And we, we love, as we mentioned earlier, Steve Strang. But this last book I just wrote was called Fasting for Miracles. Mm. And so we went on a 21-day fast as a church. And we've been, I've been journeying all over speaking in churches. And, and I'm with you. I am more hopeful than I've ever been. We have fasted. We have believed. I believe in miracles. I believe in divine revelation. I believe in revival. We are seeing it here at Influence Church. I mean, I mean, you know a lot of the places here in Orange County. We are Jesus clubs in, in secular high schools like Esperanza and El Dorado and Canyon High School here in Orange County. We're having hundreds of kids show up for a Jesus club during their lunch break. And literally there is revival, just like the old Jesus movement, that Jesus revolution that started here. So I'm with you. I'm, I'm hopeful, not even hopeful. I'm noful. <laughs> I right. know there is revival coming because just like the old Testament, they had to get far enough away, right? Our brothers and sisters in the old Testament had to get far enough away to realize they needed to return. And I think that's where we are right now as the church. So I do concur with you. Wake up, believe, pray, intercede. We're going to see revival in our land. Yeah. I just got back from Florida where I went to the fire and glory meetings sponsored by Mario Murillo and Lance yes. Wallnow. Yes. And there was 5,000 people there. Hundreds of people got saved. Hundreds of people got filled with the Holy Spirit. We saw healings. We saw miracles. Mm -hmm. These are things that, you know, that, uh, frankly, I hadn't seen since the 1970s. And uh, when I was young, and and I believe that that people are crying out to God, and, and the Holy Spirit's showing up. And when they cry out to him, he answers. Yeah. With healing, he answers with salvation. He answers with an indwelling of the Holy Spirit that will revolutionize your life. So the, the truth is, yes, yes, reach out to him wherever you are right now, and, and you're going to find a hand reaching back. Amen. Amen. Well, listen, um, there's some, I, I don't know exactly where we're on time. I'm just gotten so caught up in this and um, we are seeing revival. We're seeing it here, but I do want to end with this because of today. And it is a monumental day in our, in our history in America with the first president being arrested the way that, that he is or indicted. I think, I think he's already gone to New York and today is the indictment and, and everything else. But, um, you know, it doesn't matter to me what side of the fence you're on, whether you are pro or against Trump. Um, that's just an injustice. I believe. And I also believe that that it's um, we've got to remember there's a sovereign God that is watching all the pieces on the chessboard and he knows exactly what he's doing. But the one thing we can do is we can pray. We can pray for revival and repentance and healing and unity in a country that is under God. We are one nation under God. And we need to look back up and realize that it is God we look unto and him alone. What are your thoughts on that before we conclude yeah, well, today? Our founders put unity in our DNA. That's why they called us the United States of America. Mm, and good. I believe that we need to come together in unbelievable unity. I don't care if you're a Catholic, 
a Protestant or Presbyterian or Pentecostal, whatever. We've got to come together in a new spirit of unity to bring this nation together. And in, 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 in that unity, there's unbelievable power. So, um, yes, I'm praying for the president. I'm praying for the country. I'm interceding mm -hmm. for the my neighborhood. I'm interceding, interceding for my town that the scales will come off, that people will see the truth, mm -hmm. and they'll understand that really the only solution to our problems are Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Well, it's only the spirit of God that can bring unity. We know that, Floyd. And we do need a supernatural move of the Holy Spirit, the living God, the one true God that brings unity. And he did that, as we know. I'll, I'll close with this, a beautiful way to close on the cross. We're getting right. ready to celebrate Easter in just a few days. And there's no greater love than the love of the Father. And if you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, and you stay tuned through this whole broadcast, maybe it was for this moment. For you to ask yourself, do I know the way, the truth, and the life? Have I been born again? If I died tonight, would I wake up and look into the eyes of Jesus? Would he say to me, welcome into eternity? And so I just want to ask you, if you don't know Jesus, please reach out to me. You can reach out to me at TammyHotsonPillar.com. Go to my website. But I also want to encourage you to, to pick up this book, Counterpunch. It's a great name. You've got to know how to defend yourself. You have to know how to fight the good fight. There is a fight. The Bible tells us that. Fight the good fight. Know how to counterpunch. Pick up the book today on Amazon. Follow Floyd at Western Union. Make sure you're reading all of their articles, what's happening there. He's a great journalist. He's a man of integrity and a man you can trust. Uh, final word before we close. How, how could there be any better uh, final word than asking people to accept Jesus into their heart? It will change your life and uh, it will give you peace. It'll give you fulfillment and it will change you. He says in scripture, he makes you a new creation. And I testify, he totally changed me and made me a new creation. And he can do it for you too. Amen. Well, guys, thanks for watching uh, Tam Talks, a place for real and honest conversation. And we've had a lot of real and honest conversation today. Hey, if you are watching us now on YouTube, would you go down and just click that notification bell to make sure that you get all of our interviews and the subscribe if you've not done that yet. If you're listening to us on our Charisma podcast, thank you. Please share this with someone and let them hear this. It's a great message and pick up the book Counterpunch. Also, I will say to you, if you're in the Anaheim area, if you want to be with us on April 23rd, Floyd Brown will be with us here at Influence Church if you'd like to meet him personally. So join us here in Anaheim, California and meet Floyd. And that evening, we will have our American Faith Gala. So we are standing strong for America. We are standing stronger for God. Love you so much. Thanks so much, Floyd. Have a great day. God bless. Thanks for joining us today on Tam Talks. You can find more resources and information at TammyHotsonPeller.com. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to share this podcast with a friend. We pray blessings and abundance over your life today. Until next time, stay safe and God bless. <laughs>